Welcome back to the Leader Breeder Born to Prosper 90-Day Devotional Series. And today we're having a look at day 18. The title of today's devotion, God's Word Leads to Prosperity. Deuteronomy 29 verse 9, New King James Version. Therefore keep the words of this covenant and do them, that you may prosper in all that you do. Today's devotion. The Bible gives us the secret to God's pattern for prosperity. Keep God's Word in your life daily and do what God's Word says you must do, so that you may prosper God's way. So often we follow the latest trends, the latest advice, the latest steps to making money, or the latest steps to becoming a success. In other words, we can keep the words of man's ways and do them with more diligence than we keep God's word and his instructions. God is the God who commanded us in Genesis 1:28 to be fruitful and multiply, so he has no issue with you succeeding or prospering. The difference is the path or the road God's prosperity takes you on versus the road the world's perceived success takes you on. God's prosperity will enlarge your purpose and ability to help others. The world's success will minimize your purpose and increase your ability to help yourself. God's prosperity works in you to flow through you for others. The world's prosperity works through others to flow to you for yourself. God's prosperity is eternal focus. The world's prosperity is earthly focus. God's prosperity draws you close to Him and His presence. The world's prosperity takes you away from God and His presence. Jesus said in Matthew 16, 26, For what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and he loses his own soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? Jesus asks, Which worldly assets or possessions would you value more than your eternal value? There is nothing more valuable than the value of a human life. Let us keep our kingdom perspective and place God's word first, as God prospers us. I want to say to us today as we reflect on today's devotion of God's word leads to prosperity. We know we're talking about being born to prosper. And so often, as you, I've seen so, many, so very often in the, in the church and in my Christian walk over the last 30 years, that when God starts to prosper people and his children by keeping their word, they start to listen and read and understand the word of God they've never understood before. And the Bible says that the word of God is a covenant. Therefore, keep the words of this covenant. So God is not a man that he should lie. If God says something, uh, that means he will do it and it will come to pass. And what we need to understand is that the difference between a covenant and a contract is that a covenant is unbreakable, but a contract is breakable. Maybe you've uh, signed a contract before and the person that you signed it with didn't keep the contract. Or perhaps you're the person that didn't keep the contract to somebody else. But we know that Man can make promises and they can break those promises. But the Bible says that God's word uh, is a covenant and it's an unbreakable promise. I mean, did you know that there are 8,810 promises in Scripture? And the Bible says that every single promise of, of, of God is yes and amen to the glory of Him. So when we talk about keeping God's word, we actually are just uh, we're keeping a covenant uh, a, a blessing that's in place. And God doesn't break that. So we need to understand the Bible says, keep the, the words of this covenant and do them. So as we are doers of the word and not just hearers of the word. And what does that mean? Well, the Bible is very clear that the Lord has put onto the earth the law of seed time and harvest. And he says, you know, whatsoever a man sows that he will reap, Galatians 6 verse 7. So that's keeping God's word. The Bible says, bring all the tithes into the storehouse. That's keeping God's word. The Bible says, uh, you know, now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above, Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. And I can quote 
thousands, well, actually 8,810 promises from Scripture. But if you understand the power of keeping God's word, keeping this covenant, when we declare God's word, when we speak God's word, when we uh, apply God's word in our life, if, if the Bible says uh, it's not good to do something and we keep that, and sometimes we swear to our own hurt, we don't always get what we want in the natural because God's word you know, tells us, instructs us differently. And when we keep that instruction, the Bible says, then we prosper in all that we do. And that's the difference between uh, understanding being a born-again child of God, serving God the way God wants us to serve Him. Because the Bible says in John chapter 1, that in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So God sent Jesus the Word in order to die for us so that we could have a relationship with Him. But He kept that covenant. Jesus uh, wrestled at times in Gethsemane before he went to the to the cross in order to to try and you know uh, avoid the pain of the natural man that had to be crucified. But nevertheless, the Bible says that he kept his covenant, he kept his promise, and Jesus gave up his life, said it is finished, and he restored us back to God. So as God kept his covenant promise through Jesus, and Jesus kept his promise to us, the Bible says that's the secret to living a a life of prosperity and blessing in and amongst the world. The world's going to tell you many things on social media. The world's going to tell you many things. Many people are going to even get rich quick schemes and, you know, invest your money here, sign on the dotted line, we'll secure your 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 investment. And we know how many times have people given other people money and they've run away with your money or whatever it is. So when we talk about keeping God's uh keep the the words of this covenant, the Bible's very clear. We have to make the Bible our final instruction in our lives, our final authority in our lives. You know, that goes with um, taking time to read your Bible every day, taking time to spend time in God's Word, because ultimately Jesus is the Word. So when Jesus came and demonstrated to us what obedience was like to His Father, when He demonstrated to us what it was like to serve and to sacrifice, He said the greatest of of these is the one who serves. He taught his disciples that. He washed their feet. He turned the other cheek when they crucified him. and he, he walked the extra mile. Jesus demonstrated the word to us in living form. And now he says, if you want to live a life of blessing in this world, amongst the world, he says, keep the words of my covenant. Follow the Bible. Follow the instructions of Scripture. And do them. That you may prosper. So sometimes we think prosperity is is money, and we've de we've determined that already since the launch of this devotional series. Is that prosperity is not money? The world attaches money to prosperity, but nowhere in Scripture is money associated with the word prosperity. Prosperity is a mindset. Prosperity is a an attitude. It's an atmosphere that a man carries. It's what you what's in your heart. And the Word of God is living and sharper than any two-edged sword, able to discern between bone and marrow, between spirit and soul. So God's word is alive. When you want to make decisions in your life, sometimes the world wants to, to give you opportunities that takes you away from God. Um, Mark speaks about, Jesus speaks in, in Mark chapter 4 about the, the four kinds of seeds. But the one seed, the Bible says, was sown into stony ground. That means um, there was still a mixture of, of God and a mixture of the world. And the Bible says when the when the when the, uh, the 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 seed started to produce, and they saw that this thing could make me a lot of money, suddenly they were distracted, and they said, "Well, we're going to run after the money." And I've seen that so often in the church. Sadly, people start to serve God, they start to tithe, they start to give, they start to build the kingdom of God, and then some other opportunity comes along, and they run after that opportunity. And 
Sandy, you see them drift out of the church and they try to justify their decisions. And I don't criticize people. I just tell you what the Bible says. The Bible says that people will do that. They will, the Bible says they pierce themselves through with many sorrows because they chase after the things of God. We looked at in day 17 that prosperity is not things but a mindset. So we don't chase the things, we chase God. And I want to encourage you today. Let God's word lead you in every way. If God's word says don't do it, then don't do it. And the Bible says it'll save you from destruction and you will prosper in your way. So come on, let's declare God's word over our life today. So Father, I come to you today in Jesus' name and I thank you for the reminder that your word needs to remain first priority in my life. Thank you that your word holds all the keys to kingdom prosperity and purpose. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you lead me and guide me daily when money-making opportunities cross my path. Guide me to know which opportunities are good and which are not so that I may prosper in all that I do. I declare this over my life. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen and amen. So what action steps will you apply today to live prosperously? What are some of the things that are on your table? Some of the, 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 uh, the, the decisions you are planning to go into? Consider everything. Don't rush into something. Ask the Holy Spirit to lead you and guide you because God says that His Word will lead you into prosperity. Make His Word His final authority in your life. I bless you today. So have a great day today and uh, I'll see you tomorrow on the other side of this in day 19. Be blessed.